Whether you're a suburban athlete or an Olympic champion, you've got to work hard to get results. We've put over 15 years experience into developing Active Man, combining vitamins, minerals and proteins. Active Man helps provide you with the nutrients you need to optimize performance and assist recovery. Discover the Active Man range, now available. Active Man, power up. Welcome to this week's Power Progress podcast and this week another amazing guest speaker as of every week, but this one is special. And this is Adam Balanga. And what we're gonna, basically we're both online fitness coaches, personal trainers and fitness models. And we met, I think it was around about, was it 2016, Adam? I think it was about 2016, yeah. I think that was probably when I did my first show. Yeah, so yeah, it would have been 2006, maybe 2015. I can't remember between the two of those. So yeah, it was a uh, yeah, because it was backstage of Miami Pro. I was, was already it. backstage. As you already were doing that, it. Yeah. yeah, and you 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 helped. Was, out. was it just show. once you helped out? Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, just once I helped out. Yeah, it was it. I just did. Uh, well, I just helped out getting all the athletes ready. So that was yeah, that must have been after my. Uh, yeah, so that must have been 2016 then, because I competed first in 2015. So yeah, it would have been the year after that that I helped out. Yeah, so yeah, 2016. Yeah, and obviously you, you you started in the industry as the fitness model because at the time you was a car salesman. Is that right? So originally, when I started, I was I was working for my family business as a carpenter, um, and I was doing this kind of fitness modeling on the side. And then that was when I first did my first um bodybuilding show or Miami Pro show in 2015 so my brother got me into it and then it wasn't till about 2017 actually that I then went to do car sales so I uh I stopped working for my dad and then went into the car sales industry worked for Jaguar Land Rover for four years awesome loved it great job um very fast paced yeah. lots of hours doing like 60 hours a week um and then it was basically after that that well we'll go on to it but yeah the last eight months i basically went self-employed and started doing what obviously me and you are both doing now which is uh, yeah. coaching and pt yeah i mean mine was years ago i think mine was something like 2003 i think i got into wow. fitness but at the time i was working for the emergency line of summon electrics okay, and i yeah, was yeah. developing um, my personal training business and working yeah. for cancel gym did you have that sort of switch over where you was kind of doing it a little bit yeah, so um, I've, I've always been in the fitness industry, like in terms of other playing sports at a pretty good level. Um, it wasn't till about 2015 that I started actually, I'd say bodybuilding, as it were. Um, so my brother got me into it. And then pretty much since then, I stopped playing other sports and always then concentrated on, on bodybuilding. And then whilst I was working at Land Rover, probably 2019, I started taking on my sort of first clients after I'd done a few shows myself on quite a few. You know, I didn't want to jump in. And be that guy that you know done one show and then become an online coach because you know it just never looks good as it but you know i've got enough um i've got enough knowledge i've been in the industry for you know a fair amount of time and and you know learned quite a lot over the that period of time so i thought you know now i can probably offer my services to people that want it um so whilst i was working at land rover i started uh taking on a few online clients because i didn't have enough time to actually pt anybody at that point because i was still working like 60 hours a week so i just didn't have any time to actually do pt so i started building up my online business um and then it got to march 2020 um and i actually remember it really well because obviously covid was literally just looming and i handed my notice in at my job on the 1st of march um but this was before covid kicked off because i think if you remember right i think covid we went into lockdown on the 
I think it was the 17th of March, maybe. It was no, around 20, about that. I 20, think 23rd was, of March, it was. 23rd of March. Yeah, I, I think I remember the gym shut on the 19th and that then it, everything yeah. shut down altogether around 23rd. about the 23rd, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I remember I handed my notice in on the 1st of March and then about, I remember about 10, 11 days after, McDonald's closed down and I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, this has got to be big. If McDonald's has closed down, it's <laughs> yeah. going to be big. Yeah. And I remember I got a phone call from my dad and he was like, Adam, you need to ring your boss and ask him if you can keep your job because this isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. And I was like, no, no, no I'll be all right. And I thought, oh, it's my dad. I'm going to listen to him. So I did. I rang my boss. I said, oh, is there any chance I can uh, keep my job? And he went, I thought you might say that, Adam. But he goes, yes, we, we didn't want you to leave anyway, so we'll keep you on. So I ended up actually then staying with Lan- well, Lan- the funny thing was actually, so I kept my job, and then four days later, I got furloughed for three months. So, oh, okay. if anything, it was pretty good because I, in a way, I, I would have left and then not had a job to go to, but I stayed. Four days later, I got furloughed and I got full pay for three months, which was That's which is pretty it. good. Yeah. Um, and then I then basically stayed there for another, I think, March, was it eight? over a year. So, I didn't leave till May last year. So, yeah, I stayed for another whole year um in the car industry because uh-huh. covid obviously took off and i just didn't know didn't really risk didn't w- want to risk it that hard like i'm all about taking you know calculated risk and stuff but yeah. i realized that that probably wasn't going to be the right time to do it and actually when i did want to launch myself the south Twitter, i wanted to go out with a bang and be like right okay here i am rather than it come out and be like oh, you know it's not really taking off and me finding myself in trouble and actually looking back on it i'd probably was a bit premature to leave my job in the first of March um, anyway, because n- knowing what I know now, I probably wasn't ready anyway. And I probably would yeah. have been really throwing myself in the deep end. Um, so having that extra year to kind of still build up my online whilst I was still working and having help from others like my brother and other coaches I know in my area, it did really make me realize, yeah, I probably would have done it too early. But now, um, you know, when I did leave in May last year, I'm now in a way, way better position to actually help my clients and build the business that i needed to uh kind of to build which was good yeah, so yeah, yeah. what's what angle have you went down more have you got more in-person clients or are you more down the avenue of the online um i'm probably definitely more online at the minute um i was always more online because at the point when i was still with philandro i was only offering online then when i opened up well when i went to employed i then um, joined um everlast fitness in Cheltenham so it's a gym which is pretty much central to Cheltenham it's quite a good clientele basis it's you know it's uh reasonable memberships between sort of 30 and 40 pounds per month to train there so you get quite a good clientele there um and I joined there and I got myself up to about 30 hours a week pretty quickly and I only I only really wanted I said to myself I only wanted to do between 25 hours and 30 hours a week max because actually I then wanted to dedicate the rest of my time to my online and all the whole reason why I went self-employed was to give myself more time and not always be somewhere doing something whereas obviously as you know being being an online coach you've kind of got that freedom to be able to you know take your laptop as and where wherever you want to go and you know do your work in your own time which is you know which is a good good aspect of the job which is why we like it so i didn't want to go flying in with loads of hours to start off with so i got to about 30 and that was fine and then actually over probably towards the end of november all the way through to probably start of january i lost quite a lot of clients actually i dropped almost down to 15 hours a week so almost half of what i was doing pt uh-huh. right? so a lot of people dropped off um 
but because I had my online side, I wasn't too phased because actually, you know, like if I didn't have my online, then yes, I would have been struggling quite a bit. And then like, oh, you know, I need to do something here. But because I had my online stuff, which is probably supporting me more. Um, I mean, a lot of my clients are actually kind of mixed between uh, like a hybrid package. So they they do the online coaching with me and they PT with me. So people in my local area, for example. So I'll always say to them, you know, if you're just looking for a PT session, that's fine. But realistically, if you want to get more out of, um, you know, more out of me as a coach, then realistically, if you let me take hold of a little bit more, um, you know, let me kind of have more in charge of, of what it is you're doing. So your food, your, 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 uh, your training, and then obviously seeing at the same time, you're going to get better results. So that's kind of how I, I guess, not sell the package, but I guess talk my clients into going down yeah. the hybrid route because actually, you know, if you're training with me, doing everything else with me, you know, your results are going to be much better than just doing maybe one PT session with me a week and then go home and eat whatever you want. So um, yeah. that's, that's proven to be quite a good way of sort of um, getting clients on and getting good results out of them. Yeah. Um, then again, obviously, if, when I've got online clients who are obviously don't live locally, then of course I'll just, they'll just be online with me as well. So at the minute, I'd say I'm definitely more online at the minute. Um, I am just moving to a new gym as of next month. So I'm leaving where I currently am and going to a new gym in Cheltenham called Simply Gym. Um, they're, they're quite a lot bigger. There's it's way more equipment in there, and they've got quite a few more members um, and less PTs as well. But more the the clientele basis um, of what I want to coach is is more there. So kind of yeah. more geared up for younger lads, more people that probably want to do competing, training, yes. um, a bit more body bit bodybuilding kind of training. That's kind of who I want to specialize in. Obviously, I, I you know I'm not going to say no to any clients coming because I, I can help anybody, but that's kind of who I will, yeah. uh, well, who I do kind of specialize in a little bit more. So that's kind of where I've taken it. And hopefully my TPTRs will build back up again, get to again where I need to be. And then hopefully I'll be, have that fine balance of, of um, both PTA and online again. So yeah. yeah, that's kind of my angle at the minute. Yeah. It's interesting because I've always been more down the lifestyle route. Um, yeah. So that my, if you like, my niche is yeah. entrepreneurial guys or working mums. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting when you say about if you just do the PT side, I've noticed there's two types of motivations. So yeah. I've got the ones who just do the PTs, which I yeah. accept. If they do not do if they if they don't do the exercise with me, they do yeah. very minimal outside of it. So Whereas true. what I'm finding with the hybrids and the online is they've got a level of motivation to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm finding the value what I give. On the online platform yeah super succeeds say the one-to-one -one, but i understand that is high value for that type of person the of fact course, that they yeah. just know they wouldn't do it because they haven't got the yeah. focus and that's i think you've hit the nail on the head there you know to some people you know they, they don't want a full online package they don't want a diet written uh, for them just an hour a week just to come see somebody let a bit of steam off and have a good one hour session you know that's more than enough you know not everybody wants to be a bodybuilder not everyone wants to be shredded which is fair enough and like you said that's when you have to really read your client and find out you know what it is they want to achieve and if it if if it is just be a lifestyle client and they're happy just to come see you once a week and have a good crack because you know you know for a lot of people just to get out and have that hour sort of interaction with someone else is quite a nice thing to do so I find, like you, you know, if that's actually what they're, what they're just doing, that's fine. You know, I'm not going to push anything else on them. If they're happy to do PT, then we'll leave it at that. But like you said, the the online sort of clientele or the hybrid clientele, they've already got a good level of understanding of training and dieting anyway. But it's more, I find, the accountability side that they kind of mm -hmm. benefit from. So having us uh, as coaches to check in with um, and having someone in their corner to say, okay, right, you know, 
don't do that this week. Try this, try that. Yeah. Or even, okay, I'll hire them this Friday. I, I know I'm not meant to be going out for, yeah, I, I know it's not my plan, but I've got a birthday meal tonight. Can I go to, what can I swap out? And then having us as coaches, go, yeah, that's fine. Right, go out, have this instead. We'll pull back on that today. Because, you know, not everybody's got that level of knowledge to be able to do that with their food or their nutrition. So having someone in their corner to give them that then sort of helps them. And that's why, again, it likes them because it allows them to still be pretty flexible, but still be on point as well. So you know they're quite good clients to sort of train yeah. and have on board i like i feel it's the i feel like the online platform is a very good what i call win-win because the price isn't as much as say if someone wants to train with you in person two three times a week you get yeah. great value because you're giving all your knowledge and that you're hounding mm-hmm. in in the focus what they need to be focused on like you said there if someone needs something quick like oh look hey i've got an event this weekend but i don't want to ruin things what should i do automatically you can make them adjustments and i feel like the one-to-ones don't have that same sort of value in that sense yeah 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 definitely and that's what i mean like they will kind of miss out on on that that side of things but again if they if they're not too bothered about it then you know you leave them to it and let them and crack on but um i also think you know what i kind of express to a lot of my clients when i get them on a consultation call is you know don't necessarily look at it as a as a payment or a cost that having an online coach use it as an investment because yeah. when you sort of give clients up to start thinking like that you know they're going to then look at it in a different manner and think actually okay yeah you know i'd happily spend i don't know 40 50 quid on a dress or a new t-shirt like that which yeah, yeah i guess could be an investment to them and they like it but i say look if you look at this as you know let's say it's 100 pound a month for my online coaching fee um but what you're going to learn out of that you know say with me for two three months four months i guarantee you at the end of those four months you're going to be in a better position yeah. than you were at the start you're going to learn something from me you're going to learn how to diet how to train um mindset loads of different things that we as coaches bring to people you know it's not just coaching it's not just like there's your plan there's your diet go away yeah. that you know we bring a lot of value to these people um and also i feel you know well me definitely as a coach you know i i, I I'm more than just a coach. Like if my clients are struggling, I'll say, no, just pick up the phone. Could you give me a call? Yeah. You know, even if, you know, I don't know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend's cheated on you or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's sometimes yeah. you, you've got to just be there for your clients and every kind of needs, you know, not what everyone's going to want to speak to you about those things. But if you can offer that kind of service, um, then I feel that, you know, you're going that level above. Yeah, you know, I think so coaching, well. yeah. Which helps. Yeah. You, you build that sort of relationship up, don't you? And, they they, yeah. they they almost see you as someone they can turn to if they really need to to get that extra bit of advice. We're almost like the ultimate hairdresser. You know what I mean? We're, we're <laughs> yeah. there, like they seek to they tell us everything, and we're and we're there to kind of help them along in situations. Yeah. But yeah, like going back to the investment side of things, I I, know I really kind of like pound on that to to my clients. Say, look, you know, you are going to learn. Don't look at this as oh, it's going to cost me this amount, you know, to train with this guy. Look at it as okay, yeah, you know. And what I'll also do is I'll because I'll all send them uh, an initial consultation form to get them to fill out a few things, and I'll just bring it back to what answers they filled out on there. So I'd be like, okay, so you know, for example, you said that you're not happy with this, and you know, you want to look like this, or you know, you're too embarrassed to get your top off in public, but that's something you really want to do. You know, then I'll just bring that back in and say, okay, well, you know, doing this, you know, use this as an investment, you know, and in X amount of time, you will be in a position where this is fixed and, and that's where your good money is being put into. And likewise, when 
my clients then don't check in, for example, I'll remind them of that. And I'll be saying, you know, this is this is your money that you're spending. This yeah. is, you know, your hard-earned cash. You know, make sure that you're getting the full full use out of it. You know, check, check in on time, ask questions, be upfront. If you need anything, make sure you, you know, you use us for what we're worth because at the end of the day, like I said, you are spending your hard earned money, but it's only an investment if you use it properly. So that's okay. that's something I always dig dig deep into as well. Definitely. I'm gonna take you back now because obviously it's quite fresh for you. It's a long time ago for me since I've yeah. been employed. Yeah. What did that feel like saying say having that employed mindset where you knew you had a ready regular income in and having to come away from that and having to now sort of save money for them rainy days or you know, yeah, yeah. business was coming down. How how was that shift for you mentally? Um, it it was a it was quite quite hard to start off with. I, I think so. I mean, luckily, like I said, I, I'd already built up a level of clients. So when I left, I was I, I was already comfortable. It wasn't like I was chasing to what I was already earned. Like I always said to myself, if I was to go self-employed, I want to make sure I'm in a position where I'm already earning what I am or more. Um, yeah. And I kind of was at that position. But yes, it definitely does have that element of okay right you know you have two quiet months then you know you can be in the shit a little bit so you know and then also paying your own taxes all of those yeah. things that you know you've never had to really think about before you then have to you know get yourself an accountant loads of different things that are necessarily you know when you're employed marketing you don't really branding yeah, marketing, yeah, everything yeah. and then also you know self-investment in yourself so you know it's not just okay here's my services you know you've got to pay for coaching apps you've got to pay for you know further education of yourself because you can't expect to be a better coach if you're always delivering the same same stuff so you know it does cost money as well as obviously yes you're earning okay money but you know you have to invest back in yourself to make sure yeah. that you are on that kind of good level of service so you know really managing your money is is something that yeah it took me a few months to kind of get my head around um and yeah, you know, even to this day, if I have a bad month or a few bad months or a few bad weeks or I don't make a sale or I don't bring it in on, it's like, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not, you don't have that comfortability factor of, right, well, I know I'm getting this per month anyway. So, you know, I can kind of sit back and relax a little bit. But then again, I was always in sales. So sales was kind of similar because I only yeah. got a really small basic anyway. So yeah. I kind of relied off of, um, I kind of relied off of uh, my commission that I went out to sell cars. So I, I kind of went into, um, selling knowing that you know to earn money I've got to work I've got to work yeah. to do it so I always have that kind of mindset like yeah okay right you know I can't just sit back and do nothing because I'm not going to get anything out of it if I do do that um, so it just basically gears you up to be like you know just work work a little bit harder I guess really because actually yeah. you know, if you don't you'll be back back in an employed job so it's like yeah. you've got to make sure it works at the end of the day it's funny you should say that about that side of things I was speaking to my mate and it was actually my missus at the time was having food and they were they were talking about he's a mortgage advisor she's in recruitment and they're both yeah. talking saying well we're, we're, we're kind of self-employed anyway aren't we and i was like yeah. you are to a point in the sense of what you've just said there yeah that you you get your minimum and you are yeah. chasing sales to earn extra yeah but the bit which they don't understand you'll notice now but yeah. when that's got pulled away that that comfort of having yeah. a team yeah. of people the, yeah. the brand and all that that's mm -hmm. the bit which it's yeah. kind of like underneath the surface. You don't realize how much you need to do with that side. Exactly. And, and, and even that basic, yeah, sometimes it's not a lot in sales, but it's, it's still something. Do you know what I mean? It's still something that we might pay your mortgage, it might pay your, might pay something. Um, but when you take that away and you know you've got to pay for everything, you know, every every 
every little every little cost is a cost at the end of the day so you know you know you've got to become a little bit more savvy with you know not only with just this is anything i've just started getting better with probably in the last few months is when i first started online i was okay, yes i'm earning this i'm earning this i'm earning this but i wasn't thinking also what am i spending yeah. so then i wasn't looking at actually my profit so then yeah. you've got to then sometimes look at what your profit is as well and then realize okay actually how much am i actually making when we ship it all back after my tax after my outgoings and stuff like that and then when you realize okay this month I've actually made, or it looks like I've had a good month, but realistically, when you take that away, I've done, I've only done this. So again, you then start thinking in the mindset of what do I need to do to earn this, for example. So rather than whereas before you'd kind of just sit back and be like, okay, well, I know that's coming in. This time now it's like, okay, well, to be here, I need to make sure that I need to do five sales this month. And to get to five sales, I probably need to speak to, I don't know, let's just say most, my closing rate was i don't know five out of ten so i was speaking yeah. to 10 people or something like that that yeah. that's i mean it'd be good if it was i good yeah. <laughs> um yeah but but that's for, as an example of of kind of what you have to start thinking about when you sort of do go self-employed you know can't just let things come to you but sometimes go it's out and huge get isn't it yeah there's so many elements um obviously i don't know if you've read the book rich dad poor dad by robert I haven't, I, I've, I've 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 heard of it but i haven't read it yeah, well, he talks about the quadrant, which is E, which is employ employed mentality. S, which yeah. stands for small business. That's the left side. I'll do this yeah. briefly. On the right yeah. side, it's B for big business and I for investors column. And it's okay. saying in order to have financial freedom in the future, if you're on yeah. the left side, you have to have the investors column. So yeah. our best would be if we decide to go for big business, I don't particularly want, I'm quite happy with small business. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going for like my small business. And yeah. then I'm looking into my future, which is how I develop my investors column. But the reason why I feel that's important, what you discuss, which is really important for making sure that you stay, you know, free, if you like, is you need to have at least two legs of finance coming in, which are yeah. good. So in my case, mine would be my PT, mine would be yeah. my online, and yeah. I'd say my not only online one-to-one, it would be my groups. I'd say they're my yeah. top three. Then the other yeah. ones is obviously what I make from, yeah. you know, sort of collaborations, yeah, um, yeah. fitness modeling, what comes off the back of that. Yeah. And I'm assuming, would that be something, is that similar what you would have to leave? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So again, actually something I was talking talking about with my partner probably two weeks ago, and we just, we, we were discussing it because she was actually reading something about, you know, to, a bit like you said, to get financial freedom, you know, you've got to have that, you know, multiple, um, multiple areas of income because you yeah. can't just rely on one yeah you may have one good business same online was thriving and it was it was buzzing on doing x amount per month you know it could only take one thing to go wrong in that and that yeah. could all compile it down so it's always having that kind of backup and finding out what else, what else it is you can do along the side so you know i've got a few ideas of what i want to do um i, I know everyone says oh yeah i want to get into property um I, I ideally eventually would want to get into property. I know obviously there's a lot of capital involved in that up front to be able to get into it and especially kind of what line you go down, whether you're obviously, um, obviously you're going to be building them, whether you're going to be going into just renting, whatever side yeah. you go down. But again, I've got quite a good background for it because the majority of my family are all kind of in the trade industry. So when it well, comes to, 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 to <laughs> when it comes to sort of like doing the housework and building houses, I know that I could be doing it a lot easier than, and I've got a lot of background knowledge to do that. So that's something I potentially would want to look into in the future. Yeah. Uh, but again, of course, I know it's not as easy as everybody makes out. So again, yeah, research yeah. on that as well. So that's something I do. Again, a bit like self collaborations and stuff like that, I get money from there. Um, I do other sort of coaching and that kind of all ties in with, with 
same sort of stuff now. But yeah, I'd definitely be looking to sort of open up other other sort of revenues to sort of bring in. Do, do you still um, do you still do a little bit of work on the side for the garage or anything like that? If you if you need to, uh, extra. Not not really. No. So again, that that's that's all full employment. So there's no there's nobody that you can just go and do. And to be honest, for the amount of time I'd have to do it, it would actually yeah. probably cost cost me money. To do it that way, so yeah. At the minute, I'll, yeah, I wouldn't go back to that unless I really had to. <laughs> yeah, I was always wondering that whether it, it for me, for argument's sake, would it be worth me sort of dabbling yeah. into something else? I mean, I'm, I might, I, I did go to go into property and how yeah. about my friend, but that was duly for education side, yeah, as much as earning a little bit of extra. And I did do yeah. that. I've done a bit of property sourcing, so that, that was all um, interesting to learn about developing that yeah. investors column. But I think we can discuss that another time. Yeah, I think it's course. a good place to finish. I think we've covered yeah. absolutely loads. Is there anything others what you want to cover or say? No, I think to be honest, that was pretty good. I mean, like I said um, the only thing that we, I guess, we were going to cover is obviously where we where we both obviously met was in the in the sort of Miami Pro um, Pure Elite days and stuff like that. And I was just going to say, really, to anybody that was looking to get into that kind of bodybuilding it's a perfect place to start meet people like Nathan people like myself and you know you'll then also obviously enjoy bodybuilding you're not going straight into the deep end you're around people that you obviously uh all kind of on your level as well and then I find from that you know you, you all know yourself you know the amount of friends you've made from that and you know I've just watched other people's journeys grow you know not so just true. in the fitness in, yeah not just in the fitness industry but outside that as well and actually it's quite nice to, to sort of see because the fitness industry is such a it's such a big industry, but yet a small industry because to people yeah. that aren't in it, it kind of feels like a weird place. But when you're in it, it's like a really big family and you can really learn and get to lots of different places just from just, you know, having a few conversations with people and actually, you know, jumping on calls like this, you know, you, you'll always be learning and you'll always learn from somebody, whether that's, you know, about coaching, whether it's about, you know, business or anything, you know, I wouldn't, where I am today, I would not have probably been if I didn't get into the fitness industry yeah. five, six years ago. So, you know, yeah, places like that are always a, a great place to start, I'd say. Definitely. Brilliant. Great to have you, mate. Definitely going to have you back. Yeah. And hopefully I'll back. get to Absolutely. catch up with you in person at one point. That'd be really yes, good. we will. We will. Well, there's some shows, probably some shows coming up soon. So I'll uh, hopefully see you around. Yes, mate. All right, bud. I'll speak to no you worries, soon. mate. Take it easy, buddy. Take care.